0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Into the Stitches. I believe that we're on episode 11. All right, we're, we're going we're gonna to touch a little bit on the NFL debauchery that was the conference championship games. Just just real upsetting. Uh, the Pro Bowl, we'll tap on that a little bit. A little preview of the uni matchup for the Super Bowl. Um, we'll revive a little segment we haven't done in, in a long time. Uh, a little MLB action. And then we're also going to branch off, and we're going to hit a little college baseball uniforms update, uniform updates as well, because a lot of changes were released for the season. We might dabble a little in NHL and NCAA basketball again. Um, and then we got a little nice miscellaneous grab bag at the end of the episode. But today, today, this episode, we have an interview with the one and only Trent from last week and his roommate brendan so also we have a video clip not the highest quality but it is hilarious because they thought it would be a funny idea to dress up for the interview so we have trent as spider-man brendan is captain america and i didn't want to feel left out so obviously i threw on my college football helmet because for some reason i thought that would pass So, without further ado, it's January 30th, this is episode 11, let's dive into the stitches. Alright, we'll kick it off with a little NFL action, conference championship weekend, wow, just wow. AFC, Pats against Chiefs, good looking uniform matchup, nothing against this uniform matchup, but it looked... Pretty good, but the gameplay—wow, just a great game to watch. I think at this point, it's safe to say everybody was rooting against the Pats. They found a way to pull it, pull it out out of nowhere. So they moved on to the Super Bowl. Good for them. They're they're a freaking dynasty. To take them down, you got to be legit. And then the NFC game—I'm not even gonna get into that deep. We'll get into it on an interview for next week that I have. But wow, this game just... You could look at it as somebody got robbed, somebody got lucky. I'm leaning towards somebody got robbed, but this uniform matchup was all white against all black. I didn't like the way it looked. I don't really like the way uniforms look in the domes, though, in the Saints or even uh, the Falcons. Falcons Dome looks the worst, all uniforms. But the Saints Dome, I just don't like the way it looks. The only indoor stadium I really like was the uh, Cowboys because they have that whole ceiling part is like glass, so it's natural light. But anyway just all white versus all black didn't look good to begin with gameplay was great up until the end where just oh it was it was rough challenging everything same thing with the patent chiefs game every play was a challenge every play was reversed and then and then timeouts were lost it was it was crazy it was wild roller coaster of emotions all weekend when i was over Cadell's watching it with aldo and Cadell. We, we literally had to take a break and have a nerf war with Kiddo's younger brother, Justin, because we just, it was just getting so frustrating. Now, we'll get more into what happened, actually, next week in an interview, surprise interview. But let's move on to the Pro Bowl. So, thank the Lord. I'm one of the only people who actually likes the Pro Bowl, um, but there was no draft this year. I hated when they were doing like Team Sanders against Team Irvin, or like I hated that. It should have just be AFC versus NFC. That's what it's always been. That's what it should be. It's what the game is basically. So AFC went was the home team, I guess. So they went with all red unis, and the numbers were sublimated from yellow down to white from top to bottom. It was they looked really good. These are my favorite ones. The NFC was all blue unis with uh, blue blue to white sublimated numbers they look average there's nothing special really about them um too monotone for me too much blue I like how the red had the red uniforms for AFC had yellow in them it was pretty cool and then the players wear their own helmet which obviously looked sick there's four Giants players who were in the game and they looked awesome in the uniform because it literally just looked like a Giants uniform but with blue pants so that would look pretty sweet if that ever happened in the future um, and then your team, other than your helmet, your team logo is in the upper left part of your jersey. Uh, just just a little more personalization for it. So we talked about this more in depth uh, moving on to the Super Bowl in the Trent and Brendan interview this episode. Rams versus Pats. The Rams are wearing their throwback Dickerson, Eric Dickerson era unis. This is a fan favorite. It is probably one of the better, if not the best looking uniforms in uh, football today. Uh, Pats are going with their normal away uniforms, which worries me a little bit. And here's why. Starting from Super Bowl 39, the team that was wearing white has won 12 out of 14 times. The only exception was last year with the Eagles. And a few years back, I, I thought I nailed it. I think it was 45 when the Packers beat the Steelers and they wore green. It, it's the, for the Rams to consciously wear a home uniform like this when all season they've worn white at home and white at away. It blows my mind with this statistic present like all over the internet. So uh, they they definitely took a gamble on that. They're trying to appease their fans. I get it. Appease football fans. Appease uniform fans. I get it. It's a great looking uniform. But statistically, if you want to win the Super Bowl, which is pretty much 101% of the reason why you're there in the first place, you really want to win, you should probably take everything into account. Now, maybe they think that the throwbacks will hype them up even more. But I don't know. We'll see. Statistically, 12 out of 14... 12 out of the last 14 teams that wore white in the Super Bowl have gone on to win that Super Bowl. All right, we touched on this next segment, Law NCAA basketball. We touched on it with Trent and Brendan. Didn't get too in-depth with it. Uh, we only talked about the Clemson uniform, which we all three of us agreed we did not like. Um, So let's talk about a few of the other ones that were sick, that were released. Uh, Marquette is the most recent one. I believe it was today. Released light blue uniforms with white horizontal stripes. And the numbers are yellow. And they say Marquette underneath the numbers, which is kind of rare nowadays. It used to be that's how it was. But now they're underneath the numbers. And it's it's a pretty sweet look just because of the sole fact that not many teams do this anymore. Um, Nebraska is bringing out red uniforms with Huskers written on the chest in cursive. They're following the very similar trend, uh, that most of college basketball is following. I went over it a few episodes ago about like this influx of alternate uniforms or, or quote unquote, throwback uniforms that just have the team name in cursive on the chest. Oklahoma State is doing it also. They released white uniforms with the word Cowboys in cursive. Um, it's it's just one of those things that it's just a trend at this point, point. and uh, there's nothing really nothing really to go against the Utah. Utah just did it again. I just thought of that, and they have anthracite uniforms with red Utah and cursive on the chest. Um, so it's nothing you can do. I like the way it looks. Some teams can pull it off; others really can't. Like Utah, I feel like it's too short to write in cursive, so it just looks kind of strange. But Nebraska looks all right um Oklahoma State looks actually really cool I like the black and orange Uh, once again another another uh uniform we talked about in the interview is Pitt they're going with throwback uniforms just released they're yellow with blue and white stripes on the side of the leg and on the top of the shoulders and it just says Pitt in royal blue on yellow uniforms it's Dan Marino era looks fantastic um and now three teams released light blue uh or uniforms with light blue in them two of them are the main color and they're Creighton and marquette So we already talked about marquette But Creighton has the they're all baby blue with royal blue trim and a royal blue Creighton on their chest it Just it looks great. Just great use of blues my opinion And then uh, xavier now these are throwbacks They're royal blue with light blue trim on collar and sleeves and on the chest it just says xavier in block lettering. So instead of going with the throwback style of cursive, Xavier decided to go with just block font. It's it's interesting. Look, I like it. Uh, I'm heavily swayed (laughs) by the color scheme, but I like these uniforms overall. All right, guys, here comes quickly, it's about 20 minutes-ish, an interview with our now recurring guest, Trent, he is into the Stitches royalty as of now because he always wants to be on, always has something to say about anything we're talking about, and it's pretty, pretty damn good input. So uh, he's actually down in D.C. now where he lives, so we had to do a FaceTime interview, so that's why the quality is not top-notch like it was last week when he was sitting right next to me. But um, it's an awesome interview, it's with his roommate also, Brendan, was also involved. Um, so without further ado, there's your intro, Trent. Kill it as you usually do. All right, what's up guys? We are back with Trent. You remember him from last week and his roommate Brendan. Say hi guys. Hey folks, how you guys doing? We are doing the, uh, oh, dropped a little bit, doing a little little mask and helmet edition here. And uh, we're going to talk about the one sport that doesn't require either of them, the NBA. Yeah, great to get a face mask. (sighs) Yeah, if you're LeBron like five years ago. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about the All-Star jerseys a little bit. Give me your opinions on them, because they're pretty basic.
1: First thought, I like them. I like them. You know, a lot goes on during All-Star Weekend. Keep the jersey simple. Keep them clean. And that's uh, exactly what they did. So I'm a fan.
0: All right. What do you, what's your opinion, Brendan?
1: Um, I haven't really given them that much of a look, but so far I do like where they're going with it
0: for sure. I think that I don't like how they have the individual teams on the chest. I like having the uh, NBA logo with East or West on there and like the individual team as a small little patch. I
1: I am gonna go the other way on that. I like the individual team. You do. I think the colors, the colors separate the, the two teams enough, so to be able to rep your uh, your own team on your jersey is pretty cool, especially for some of those first time all stars.
0: Yeah, I see. I def. I I agree. I definitely see where that's uh, that's a big thing. I just like the I'm a, I like the team unity kind of thing aspect. You know, get
1: mm-hmm. together guys. It definitely solidifies the fact that it's an all star game. Yeah. You know? It yeah. definitely
0: definitely looks like an all-star uniform. And
1: while we're on that topic, I do like uh, the two little patches. Big fan of the Jordan brand uniforms. Yes. You know, we got the all-star weekend in Charlotte. Jordan's going to the Hornets, Charlotte Hornets. So it's pretty cool having, having his logo on the jerseys. And on the
0: contrary to that, it is pretty not cool to have the Kia logo on the jerseys. I know. So there's only one team... I think there's only one team left in the entire NBA who doesn't have an ad on their jersey. And I think the Pacers just sold out, didn't they? They were one of the last remaining teams.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't mind them on the regular season jerseys, but the Kia on the All-Star Game jerseys, maybe a different a different sponsor, but Kia, uh, I'm not a big fan.
0: You're just, you're just anti-Kia?
1: Very anti-Kia. They're uncomfortable cars. They break down a lot. So, uh, not a big Kia guy.
0: Wow. Wow. All right. All right. That's, a, that's an interesting take.
1: Sorry for all the listeners out there who own Kias.
0: <laughs> I cannot say I have an opinion on a Kia. I actually don't think I've ever even driven in one. I've never even been inside one. That's All right. That's fair then. That's, you're, you're the expert on a Kia. You're the
1: person that gets a Kia. That's, yeah, that's for sure. We're stereotyping over here. <laughs>
0: but certain uh, people get Kias. Blake Griffin gets a Kia. Oh, God. So the, so the type of people who get Kias are the type of people who get their jerseys retired and then traded a week after? Yes, exactly. Okay, that makes a lot of exactly sense to the same them. Person. I like it. I like it. So, now let's move on from the All-Star jerseys. Uh, let's go with these new basketball shoes. They're called the Nike Adapt BB. Did you read that article I sent you? I did. I did. What? Oh, all right. I can, you, you have a little disappointment in your voice now. What, what's going yeah. on?
1: Yeah. Unless you're wearing, I, I have a nice pair of Ugg slippers. They require no laces. I slip my foot in, and <laughs> I got some mobility in them. All right. And my phone could be dead, and I could still slip my foot into my Ugg slipper. But aside from that, or flip-flops, shoes are meant to be tied. I, I definitely agree with you. So we're looking at a shoe that gets tightened through an app. What if you're about to at the gym, go for a little shoot around and your phone's dead? What do you got? You got floppy shoes?
0: Yeah, that that's a good but, point. But can't isn't yeah. there something on them? Like is not there two little buttons that you could tighten?
1: I hope so, because if it's just if it's just the app then, then oof.
0: Yeah, I mean they gotta a. I feel like if you're releasing a shoe like it's like three hundred fifty bucks, first off. Second off, I feel like if you're releasing a shoe like that, you got to have a backup plan.
1: You have to have a backup. I, I would assume that they have a backup. Um, so hopefully what I said doesn't really apply. But just my initial thoughts, I didn't see the backup. So,
0: so uh, they, they released it saying that, like, an athlete's foot expands nearly, like, half a size up in the middle of a game, especially basketball players. Did you like? I know it's hard to notice this kind of that kind of stuff because I would never have noticed that. But like, did do your feet really hurt that bad? Like in the middle of a game where you need tighter shoes, like more compression? Well,
1: I will say I've I've never heard that they that your feet expand during a game. But I always bought a half a size up from my street
0: shoe size. So whatever I wear day to day, whatever I played in, I always bought a half a size up just for the mobility. Oh, really? So you went up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always go half a size up. I always go half a I, size yeah, down. I yeah. I go half a size down so it's automatically tighter. Interesting. Right? Like that's what I do with my cleats. I I would do like half a size if I would get like a nine and a half like narrow so that way I didn't have to like squeeze or like suffocate my foot with the laces, but it was already tight even if the shoe came untied.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any of the listeners are going to remember back to uh, the last interview where I was talking about I always wear the two pairs of socks. True. You're but, really quirk. Uh, yeah, the two pairs of socks and a half a size up. You get the whole the whole middle of your foot's nice and snug, but you have some breathing room around the toes. For me, it was really on the stop and go so my foot doesn't jam into the front of the shoe. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I guess I served that purpose, too, without even, without even really knowing it. It's
0: true. I, extra padding is always a lifesaver. I if I'm, if I'm going to be honest. Padding is key. Oh yeah. I could I couldn't agree more. Now, would you wear these kinds of shoes for swag, like not playing basketball? Hell no.
1: <laughs> they look no. pretty sleek. Um I like the look of them, but I'm a big I'm big on laces.
0: Yeah, I'm I mean on- I get that. Didn't you just say Uggs though? Didn't you just say that your Uggs slippers are pretty tight? Well, I am currently wearing Uggs slippers. Um, those are kind of like a leisure shoe. So if I'm not really doing anything, I'm actually sitting in my apartment right now playing Injustice Two. Great game, recommended by. Um, but I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting on my couch, so I slip into the Uggs slippers. But they're not—they're not in public shoes. They're just kind of around the house shoes. Yeah. Okay. Double. We all have them. I have them too. I have the same. Exactly. Shoes. Yeah.
1: Every guy's guilty pleasure. They're flip-flopping sandals. Facts. Facts.
0: Always. Oh, uh, gotta be the rainbow. Rainbow flip-flops. They're the most comfy.
1: Ooh. I'm about to get a pair.
0: Is that a hot take? I, I thought that was pretty well- That might be a
1: hot take. Send, send me a link after the show. I'll, I'll, I'll honestly oh, I'll, I'll forget. Are they thong or are they slots?
0: Oh, they're thong. Oh, okay. Big time thong.
1: Okay. And And that doesn't irritate between the big toe and that second toe right next to it?
0: No, I mean I'm not in them for very long. True. I was. I mean, yeah. I'm not playing basketball in them, but like I'm going to the beach in them, so they're good. They're good walking around shoe. I mean walking around flop. I'm a big. I'm a big slides guy, though. I do like a good pair of slides. Big slide guy for sure. I say I
1: don't think uh, slides. are – you can't wear slides to the beach though. You need yeah. you need the thong. The thong flip off
0: for the beach. Yeah, you definitely do because. What if you have a lot of stuff and then your shoe falls off? At least you can grab it with your toes, right? Exactly. Exactly. You can't be kicking at the ground, (laughs) then you stub your toe trying to put your shoe back on. Then we we got a serious issue. Yeah, see, then we got a serious issue.
1: Yeah, so now we're just compounding problems.
0: Right, yeah, we don't don't want that. We We want effective shoe wear to the beach. All right, so next next topic let's get in we'll move on to a little college basketball how about that
1: i love talking college hoops
0: hit what what updates do you have basketball expert for us in the college basketball world if any because i have some big time uniforms that were released i'll uh, i'll throw out a i guess one can call it a hot
1: take um zion williamson He's yeah. just gonna be a little bit better of a, of a Julius Randle.
0: Okay, I, I don't. That's it's, not that hot. I
1: it, it, it mean, it's not. It's not a, it's, I, I just don't think he's gonna be that good. I don't. I think he's gonna be a solid player, maybe mm-hmm. a twenty and ten, twenty two and twelve guy,
0: three, four, five time All Star. But we're not looking at the next LeBron James here. We're looking at a, I mean, just a big ass kid. That was still a pretty solid person, career you just named. That was a good career you just named.
1: So, what else we got? What What do you got on the college basketball front, Christopher?
0: So, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight uniforms released since the last time you and Villalonga were here. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? I thought we're in the middle of the season. I didn't think teams would be releasing uniforms right now. Um... Some of them are just back to that look. Remember how we talked about on last week's or, yeah, was it, it was last week's episode, right? Or two weeks ago? Yeah. It was last week's. So last week it was episode 10. Um, we talked about how most teams with their alternate jerseys just put their logo on their chest and like no words. Mm-hmm. So Clemson's doing that now with just, it's all purple uniforms, just a paw print on your ch- on the chest. What do you feel about that? Gross. Yeah, it's nasty. I don't it, I don't it like an it. Is there an
1: orange paw print too?
0: Yeah, it's an orange paw print. That's gross. Orange paw print, orange numbers.
1: I would have liked to see an all white with an orange paw print orange paw print. Yeah. Or an orange outline
0: of the paw print and the actual print still being white. Um just Ooh. not purple. So not purple. just, so just ice it out a little bit. Yeah. Alright. I like I like that. I, I do like that. Uh pit. Pitt's doing some throwback unis. So, you know you know how their football team does, uh, like, the Dan Marino-era throwbacks, like the uh-huh. yellow and blue? They're getting those for basketball. The girls did it, like, a few weeks ago, and now the guys are getting them. See, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I like the yellow and blue. Like that. It's like what the Rams are wearing this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of Super Bowl weekend.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh let's, you know what? That's a good topic to get into. because yeah, this what, are, will be what are we doing? We got, a, we
1: got a big weekend on here for Into the Stitches. What yeah. are we thinking? What, make, your, uh, make your Super Bowl predictions.
0: So, so, football-wise or uniform-wise? Because we got a lot to talk about there.
1: Ooh. Um, first football-wise.
0: First football-wise, I'm thinking the Pats have a chip on their shoulder. The Rams are dealing with everybody saying that they don't deserve to be in there. I think it's going to be a hard-fought football game. Whoever makes the least amount, this is so cliche. Whoever makes the least amount of mistakes and shoots themselves in the foot, is going to be the winner. I think that the Rams are going to win thirty to twenty-seven. That could have
1: been a halftime speech right there. Yeah.
0: Did I hype you got? Are you ready to run through a wall right yeah, now?
1: Yeah, that was great. I'm like, I'm ready to watch. <laughs> I'm kind of pumped right now. I'm kind
0: of <laughs> of a what do you think? What do you guys think?
1: Uh, Brendan, do you want to leave
0: this one off? Yeah, I mean, so I'm from Boston personally, so I technically am a Patriots fan, but.
1: I will say it's getting a little bit monotonous, <laughs> oh, and God, there's man. becoming a lot of fake fans, which I hate. So I'm going to go ahead and say I really want the Rams to win. I'm excited about the team. I love their quarterback. They're just an exciting team right now, and it's more exciting for them to win than it is for the Pats.
0: I Wow, that's that took a turn I was not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting you to be yeah. that. Alright, Trent, let's hear it.
1: Um I'm a little torn to be honest. Alright Do I want the Patriots to win? No, 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 no. But do I think they will? Yeah. Uh it's just hit history repeats itself and we've seen it multiple times before. Doesn't really matter what's going on in the game, if there's any sort of breathing room down the stretch, they'll find a way to come back and win it. And my my big issue is every time the beat you down, I get up. I'm so excited that they're losing, and
0: then they come back to win, and yeah. I'm even more crushed than if I just would have expected them to win. <laughs> yeah, I was so – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Switzerland here and
1: remain neutral until the war is over.
0: Wow. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm that might I'll have been, been the softest thing you've ever done.
1: I'm opting out of the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's un-American.
1: I will, be watch- I will be watching. I will not be rooting.
0: Okay. Well, that's – you're halfway American again then. (laughs) So there's a uh, statistic out there that I'm going to say you guys didn't know. And so from Super Bowl 39, which was like – I don't know. What are we on, 53? So that was like 14 years ago. 12 out of the last 14 winners have been in their away jerseys. The only exception was last year, the Eagles – and Super Bowl, oh my god. I think that's 45. I think Super Bowl 45, it was the Packers when they beat the Steelers. Go back. Those are the only two times in the past 14 years that a team who wore home jerseys won.
1: Who is, who is in the home jerseys The Super Bowl?
0: The Rams are wearing their blue and yellow throwbacks. So they're in the home jerseys. Ooh, Hey, I mean... It could be a it could be a little start of something. The Eagles just did it last year. Maybe it's a it's a little turn of the decade right now. That's that's what I'm thinking. Is that uh maybe is this is this going to be just oh we can predict the Super Bowl because everyone who wears white usually wins it, or did the Eagles start something now and now everyone who wears home jerseys is going to win it for the next few years?
1: That's uh that sounds like something the owners might be putting in place. Everyone that wears white wins.
0: Yeah, you like white not a I race thing I'm just saying <laughs> this,
1: this sounds like the uh, the owners are colluding up there that's, that's definitely something Goodell would would definitely implement
0: yeah oh fuck Goodell Excuse my friend you must
1: wear white to win the Super Bowl it's not too you'll be fine
0: do you see uh Goodell kicked all the barstool guys out of the NFL media day, or Super Bowl media day <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't see that that's great though he's like that angry principal in like early 90s movies that like hates everybody in the
0: school. Nobody's allowed to have a good time. That's so funny. Yeah, so what's his name? Uh, President, President, uh, Dan Port or Dave Portnoy was wearing a fake mustache and an I Heart Roger Goodell hat into, into Media Day. And he, he asked like 10 questions and then got escorted out by like 10 security guards. <laughs> that dude's hysterical. He like, he called Todd Gurley out for like, not scoring touchdowns. Remember, he was, like, taking knees at the end of games instead of scoring touchdowns to, like, yeah. run out the clock earlier in the season. He called him out for losing, like, $40,000 on one bet because he did that. <laughs> and then he called Ndamukong Kinsu out for, uh, for being a dirty player and then he hopes he doesn't hurt Brady or else the whole Patriots family is going to kill him or something, like, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's a lot. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a handful, but he is, he is funny. All right. So, any any last Super Bowl takes before we head into this weekend?
1: Um, I will predict the score. Mm-hmm. I think the score. I think we're looking at a thirty-six to twenty-four action.
0: That's weird, man. How are you going to 36? No. Um, get, wins,
1: we'll get to thirty-six? I don't know. they'll find a way to get there. Whoever is who wins, will get to thirty-six. Okay. Wow. Well, uh, I'm
0: okay.
1: predicting a low-scoring game. Oddly enough.
0: Really? Yeah, with the yeah, Rams go defense? 14-6. Wow. I'll, g- I'll give you a hot take right here. Garrett Goff is going to shit the bed. I'll give you a hot take right this here. This is his
1: moment. I mean, this is his moment.
0: I'll give you a hot take right here. Tom Brady doesn't throw more than five passes over 15 yards.
1: I'm telling you, Tom Brady's got a snap at some point, and I think this would be a perfect time to
0: do so. He's either going to snap or he's going to go off for 450 yards. Yeah. <laughs> it's either one of those. It's, yeah, there's not going to be a middle ground, I don't think. I think Gurley's going to have a day also.
1: Definitely. He's a
0: tank. Yeah, oh yeah. That I, There's so many weapons in this game that it's absolutely ridiculous. On both sides. All right, so that, that concludes, what do you call it? That concludes a little Super Bowl weekend talk. What Ending opinions... For the NBA, we like – what's our agreement? We like these jerseys? Big fan. Big, big fan of these jerseys. Is it because it's black and white with, like, red, white, and blue, and they're not, like – is it in Charlotte? It is. So it's not, like I, – I saw some mock-ups that were, like, the old teal and purple pinstripe uniforms.
1: Oh, no, no, no.
0: That I think that would be pretty sweet.
1: Uh, I like it to be – so much goes on All-Star Weekend. It is such a big
0: weekend. You got J. Cole performing at halftime this year. You just got a lot going on. Wow. And the game, the game is so flashy as it is. Mm-hmm.
1: I, just, I don't want to be paying to uniforms. I don't want to be paying attention to the game, the plays and the
0: players. So can we, for this game, can we all agree that over 250 points will be scored collectively? 100%. 100%. Okay. All right. I was going to say I think the score is going to be in the 140s to the 150s. Nobody no nobody ever plays defense ever. In any of any any All-Star game, the pro Bowl was absolutely absurd also.
1: Yeah, so to all the young young uh, basketball players out here listening to this podcast, do not pick up bad defensive habits watching this game.
0: Well, you heard it here first, Please. folks. I hope I hope you didn't hear it here first, but you did now.
1: <laughs> yeah, please. I hope you heard it somewhere else. <laughs> um, who, who are you gonna? Who's your kind of uh, MVP candidate going into going into it?
0: Um, I mean, I don't know because it's. I think they are just gonna have to give it to LeBron. Ooh, but I he hasn't he I'm, hasn't done anything impressive this year. That's the thing. I think they're – I just expect things to go to LeBron now. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm talking MVP
0: at the All Star game. Oh, oh, for the All Star. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, the All Star game. Let's see. Uh, I, I can't have the MVP yeah, of the season talk yet. Yeah, that was what I was getting. I was like, I Yeah, it's down the road. Um. No, oh, I'd like to see Russ. I like Russ. I, I want to see Russ get a little action.
1: I, I would like that. Um, I think it's going to be Giannis or Kemba.
0: Giannis, is the captain, right? Mm-hmm. All right, those are those are those are not wild takes.
1: No, very very average takes.
0: But I think Russ is the kind of guy who, when there is no defense, he's gonna he's gonna drop forty. Not the, it easy in those games, he goes all out. Yeah, exactly. I think I think he's gonna drop forty to fifty and think that he's being competitive. That's what I expect from you, Though is that that's just flat-out energy
1: because, I mean, he's he's got the same type of motor as Russ but, yeah. like, a So, I, I just think he'll get it. He'll get some more opportunities.
0: They're just, they're just going to keep driving and dunking.
1: Yeah, yeah just people just throwing lobs to him.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming on this week.
1: No problem. I appreciate you having me back. This is, uh, I feel honored, man.
0: Hey, I'm happy. I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to have Brendan you know, also.
1: Good year for podcasting.
0: Oh yeah, we're starting yeah, off it 2019.
1: Huh? It was definitely a pleasure to be on. Oh. And hold on, before before we leave, real quick. Uh, quick birthday shout out to my man Gavin West turning 22 this weekend. Happy birthday, brother!
0: Wow, wow, what a friend! What yeah, a friend over here.
1: Got to plug it. Got to plug it. Big birthday. <laughs> 22.
0: 22. God, he's my age. Yeah. I always thought he was so much younger. No,
1: it's it's really his fifteenth
0: birthday. That's that sounds more like it. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, man. Well, thanks for having us on. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure.
0: My pleasure, guys. Thank, thank you, Spider Man. man. Thank you, Captain America. (laughs) All right. See you guys. See. All right, here is the revivalization of the Major League Baseball segment. So, a lot of teams released uniforms or uniform changes the past week. So, to start it off, 2019 is going to be the 150th year of the Major League. So, teams will be wearing like a commemorative patch on their sleeves, or probably actually on their sleeves, yeah. Um, Nike also just signed a 10 year contract to be the exclusive provider for major league baseball that's a, that's a pretty big deal because that's a pretty big contract so into the updates the braves have minor tweaks to uniforms so they have a red jersey a navy jersey a cream jersey and a white jersey so their white jersey is staying the same and their cream jersey which is like uh, it just says atlanta on the chest with the tomahawk they just added piping to the sleeves nothing crazy uh, their navy jersey is only going to be worn for away games, just as it land on the chest with the Tomahawk. And their red jersey, is it says Braves on the chest with the Tomahawk. It will only be worn on Friday home games this season. So, I mean, they do have 162 games, so the chances of them having like a bunch of Friday home games is actually pretty high. But um, that's when they're scheduled to be wearing them. The Twins also unveiled new home alternate so they used to have these cream uniforms that like kind of looked gross. I didn't like them at all. These didn't fit in. So now they went with a navy jersey with red letters and yellow outlining. And it's, it's interesting because I've never seen anything twins related have yellow incorporated in it. So it looks kind of cool to just get a little fresh change where it's not like overwhelmingly trying to change the color scheme. But it's, it's refreshing. Um, and the Mariners have new spring training unis which are fire. They are light blue. So not like Mariners blue, like whatever it's called, like teal or seafoam green, whatever. It is light blue. Love it. With Navy piping and uh, Navy Mariners across the chest. They also have a new hat. So which is all Navy. And there's a logo with the North Star and a capital M over the North Star. So it's, it's a different alternate logo, I'll call it, and a different jersey that they've never worn before. So it's... It's looking to be um, pretty good. It's pretty good, definitely good spring training, but I think a lot more teams are going to start seeing incorporations of alternates and th- hopefully some throwbacks uh, now that Nike is confirmed the provider for a very long time. Warning this segment college baseball will get a little bit dry and i noticed that after i recorded it but there's nothing i can do about it because i really wanted to talk about all these things so if you're not interested in college baseball skip ahead about seven minutes but it does get a little bit dry but it does mention a lot of good looking uniforms they're all on the twitter at into the stitches twitter they will be on the into the stitches instagram Just wanted to warn you guys ahead of time in case you wanted to fast forward to our miscellaneous grab bag section. All right, NCAA baseball. This is a brand new segment. I didn't think I'd do it, but some of these uniforms are too good not to mention in a podcast like this. So, so many teams are coming out with new uniforms, new uniform sets, new uniform templates, new just alternate uniforms in addition to their sets they already have. Few to name are just Gonzaga, Samford, Louisville, FIU, FAU, uh, USF, Youngstown State. Those are just the ones that I'm not even going to get into depth with. Um, A lot of them are coming out with brand new hats. Like, Notre Dame released, like, 11 hats they're going to wear this year. Kentucky released seven. San Diego State released five. Miami released two different brand-new ones in addition to the ones they had. It's, like, it's crazy. So I'm only going to go over a few that I thought were just – they just blew me away. So we're starting off with Miami. Uh, they released a very cool-looking hat, but I'm not talking about the hat right now. They have two jerseys now. An orange pullover jersey that has green and white piping on the sleeves and the neck it looks or a collar it looks great and it says miami on the chest in cursive and the i at the end underlines the entire word miami and inside of it it says hurricanes i that's it looks great i love the way it looks um great addition to their current set and they also have another brand new gray away jersey that just says hurricanes on the chest in a normal font in orange So, all in all, that orange jersey is up in my top. uh, I don't top to watch out for, I'd say, this year. So, Texas A&M, very good baseball team. They have a bunch of jerseys. But one of their brand new ones is a maroon pullover jersey with a white collar, white sleeve piping. And it just says Texas A&M across the chest in cursive. Uh, They have the exact same style in a white jersey and a gray jersey. And I think it's great that they're keeping the exact same thing, just changing up the, the base color. That's another way that you don't have to go crazy with all these different logos and fonts and everything. Keep something that works and just switch the base. And I think they're doing it great. They have three jerseys with the same logo on the chest and it, it works. All three of them do. So next one up is one that you probably weren't expecting because neither was I. But they released a host of different uniforms like a lot and that is creighton so the creighton blue jays released one two three four five six different brand new uniforms the first being it's just a white jersey is your average white baseball button down jersey it says it says creighton on the chest with a blue jay on the sleeve good uniform you know it looks good by the way their colors are blue and light blue royal blue and light blue so i'm gonna love anything that they put out i already know Next jersey was a gray jersey with blue pinstripes, and it has on the shoulders it's just solid blue, um, and or solid blue on the shoulders and sleeves. So just the body is gray with blue pinstripes. It just has Creighton across the chest. I also like this look. I'm not a big fan of gray uniforms with pinstripes, but for some reason I just I think it's the blue that I just love. This next uniform is a blue jersey. Very similar to the um, Blue Jays, uh, I want to say like 90s jerseys, where it's just a blue jersey with the Blue Jay logo in the left breast. And that's it. Simple, classic, very good. It's a pullover jersey, not a button down jersey. The next one is a navy pullover jersey that just says Creighton across the chest with a Blue Jay head underneath it. And that's it. Once again, simple, elegant. In its own way uh, white the next oh geez sorry the next jersey is a white jersey with blue shoulders and sleeves and it says creating across the chest so this style is very similar to the style before with the pinstripes that i said where just the body is the gray or white color and then the sleeves are just blue and the shoulders are blue on top it's i like that look it's definitely an interesting look uh, i want to say the diamondbacks tried to do it with these brand new uniforms they have Brand new was in like a few years ago, but I don't like it on them, but I like it in the college arena. I think it looks really good. And finally, they have one, a Royal blue pullover Jersey that has black sleeve striping and the word Creighton on the chest outlined in black. It looks really good to finally add in black to this color scheme because they've been going Royal blue, light blue and white. So it looks kind of cool to add black in there. just a little more detailing. Now, the last team we have that just undumped an entire dump truck worth of uniforms out for each player is South Carolina. South Carolina just has, I'm only going to go over the jerseys because they have so many other hats to go with these. They released nine different jerseys, nine. So I'm going to try and do it by color here. So let's start with gray. They have a gray jersey that has maroon pinstripes and just says Carolina on the chest in cursive. Very simple. Very classic, I'll call it, because you look at it and you're like, that's a baseball jersey. I like it. The next one is just a gray jersey and in black it says Carolina in a very basic, very block font on the chest. Nothing, no frills, nothing. So I'm assuming this is some sort of throwback. The next one they have is a black button-down jersey. With maroon piping and it says maroon in cursive. Or it it's, says Carolina in maroon in cursive on the chest. Very similar to the gray one that I mentioned earlier. Next, they have a black pullover jersey with an interlocking SC logo in the upper left chest. Very, very good looking. I love the pullover jerseys, I think, a little bit more um, than the button-down jerseys as an alternate next into the maroon category they have a maroon pullover jersey with a black carolina written across their chest and block lettering and again a maroon button-down jersey with black piping and black gamecocks across the chest in cursive looks very very good maroon maroon's one of my favorite colors for in sports also not as good as uh light blue carolina blue but up there definitely next is a white button down jersey with black piping, black interlocking SC in the upper left, just the same logo as the other one prior. I believe it was black, black jersey. Now it's on a white jersey. Um, and then next, a white button down jersey with maroon piping and maroon Carolina in cursive across the chest. And finally, last but not least, a white button down jersey with maroon pinstripes and Carolina written across the chest in a black font. Now, granted, some of these, most of these uniforms are just a white version and a gray version or a maroon version and a black version. But still, they all look really good. They're not overdoing it with any designs, any logos, not taking too much risk. They're sticking classic and just changing the base colors, keeping the same type of chest font throughout. And I like it. I like it a lot. Miscellaneous grab bag time. We have it's basically all college football from being totally honest with you guys. I miss college football so much. Um so the first thing we're talking about is the Dream Bowl. Now the Dream Bowl is a college all-star game with the best FCS, Division 2, II, Division 3, and NAIA players. Shout out to my boys Nate corville and Max Peta for being in it. They're both on opposite teams ironically. But uh, so Nate was on the Crusaders, and Max was on the Patriots. Nope, screwed that up. Nate was on the Patriots, and Max was on the Crusaders. Uh, and these jerseys are pretty sweet. The Crusaders were red and what looked like black. I put that on the Twitter and Instagram with Max in it actually, and also with Nate. Nate showed me his jersey. Uh, they were blue and like gray, so they looked pretty sweet. It was a good good game. There was scouts there. Hopefully these guys get a shot. I played with Nate at Muhlenberg all, all the four years. Uh, we played unknowingly against each other in high school until we met at college. We found that out. Um, and then I played with Max at Muhlenberg, and then he transferred to Marist. So we sporadically kept in contact, and uh, it was good to see some success come out of these guys because they're both very good football players. So moving on to a little bit bigger stage uh the senior bowl the reese's senior bowl this one's a college all-star game for the best fbs players and select fcs players so this was sponsored by reese's like i just said so obviously orange is going to be a massive incorporation unis are just monochromatic it was orange against black players wear their own helmets also i didn't see a lot of sticker trading like i used to do in high school When the All-Star Games, you trade stickers with guys from other towns and other teams. I didn't see a lot of that, so maybe that's not a thing they do in college. But one of the funny things regarding stickers was Gruden was the North's team head coach. It was North for South. Gruden was the North's team head coach. And he brought, like, a shitload of Oakland Raider decals for players who have earned them. Now, I hope he doesn't think that this is, like... When you find new territory and put a flag in and you claim it, like if he slaps that stick around there, he can claim that person in the draft. I hope he thinks doesn't think that. But shout out to Barstool because that was one of their jokes. I just stole it because I thought it was hilarious. But um, he was – you make a play, he slapped a decal where he had his coaches slap a decal uh, on your helmet. So it was interesting to see. Some guys got three – the Ohio State – Player, he was a DB, had like three Raiders decals on his helmet. The Delaware uh, cornerback had three. Drew Tranquil had at least one. Um, Flex man Dex Dexter Williams, running back from Notre Dame, had two on his helmet. So they're they're handing out for pulling, uh, digging deep and pulling out a good play in this game. Now next up is TCU TCU just released brand new football uniforms which is paying homage to teams of the past and their their winning tradition of history so they have three monochromatic combinations which can be mixed and matched they have a black helmet black jersey black pants purple helmet purple jersey purple pants and white helmet white jersey white pants so um they can mix and match however they want. Now, on the black and purple helmet, the logo is in white. On the white helmet, the logo is in purple. And it's just the TCU logo with the horn Frogs that I'm talking about. Now, the face mask on all three is a black face mask with a purple stripe down the center of the helmet. Georgia did this a few years ago with their like Nike Pro Combat uniforms where they had a red stripe Oklahoma State still does it occasionally, or not Oklahoma, Oregon State still does it occasionally, where they have a black face mask with like a white and an orange stripe down the center. I don't like the way it looks at all. I think it doesn't look good, but um, who knows? Maybe it'll look better on the field because they're both two dark colors. You might not notice it that much. It might be very subtle, so eph, I don't know. that I'm not a big fan of that, to be honest. But their jersey has like a diamond pattern around the neck, and it's supposed to mimic um horned horns like on the horned frog because they're the tcu horned frogs duh but what it actually looks like and i thought of this um like one of the first times i saw it was it looks like the necklace that the black panther wears that's his suit that's what it looks like so they have the right colors purple and black for it they should probably just roll that story that it looks like the black panther's necklace that turns into a suit Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 11 of Into the Stitches. Big time thank you to our unofficial, still official basketball correspondent, Trent, for always being on call, always being ready to uh, come on the pod and, and discuss anything, really. I texted him earlier in the week, and he was more than willing to come on that day. I was like, I gotta, I need a little time to prepare also. But he is great to have on call. Thank you again for your interview. Thank you, Brendan, his Trent's roommate, for uh, participating also. Times are starting to slow down a little bit, man. The, uh, the releases of some uniforms are coming to a close. Season one of Into the Stitches is is almost up, and uh, we'll probably be we'll probably be wrapping up in a few episodes here. Uh, so there's only a few more left. So we got to make the most of our time together. Thank you, everyone, who continually supports the pod. I will see everybody next week when we go back into the stitches and we have another great interview on tap. So, without further ado, thank you guys for coming to the Stitch with me. I'll see you next week.